Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hello, hello, hello. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. And welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Rustic, and I'm here to help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. All right, so what do we have going on today? Well, today I am going to give you all recommended resources for grant writing. That's right. You heard it. I get so many questions on what kind of grant research platforms do you use, Holly? What kind of this kind of grant resource um, do you use? What do you use for um, organizing all of your programs? What do you use for organizing your grants, etc.? So I'm going to share those with you. That's right. You heard it right. And for all of the notes and links, definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 170 to get all of those resources. I actually have a dedicated recommended resources page now um, as well, so I will direct you there. We got a couple of things coming up today. And before we do that, I just want to go ahead and say here is a word from our sponsor. Did you know that as a podcast listener of the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast Show that you get 10% automatically off of all of Holly's courses? That's right, you heard it here first. So if you are looking to increase your grant writing skills or maybe even earn a certificate in grant writing, or maybe you're looking to increase your nonprofit strategic planning skills and get that mission and vision statement done, map out your year and more. Or you might be interested in becoming a freelance grant writer and getting your business set up. Whatever your needs may be in the grant writing and funding field, you can definitely get skills at grantwritingandfunding.com to grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. Just jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com and click on courses. Any course or courses you may be interested in, upon checkout, just put in the coupon code PODCAST. That automatically gets you, as a podcast listener, 10% off of all of Holly's courses. Once again, go over to grantwritingandfunding.com, click on courses, and then upon checkout, just put in your coupon code PODCAST. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, PODCAST. And while you're there, check out all the other free resources that we have at grantwritingandfunding.com. Thank you for being a valued listener of the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast and being a change maker. Enjoy. I know you are ready to hear about these recommended resources, but real quick before we do, I just also want to mention that we have a free masterclass next week, Grant Writing 101, the five most important elements of a grant and how to tweak them to triple your grant competitiveness. You'll definitely want to check that out on Tuesday, May 18th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So to sign up for that to claim your free spot, and also you'll get two free downloadables if you attend the webinar, which is fantastic, um, you can definitely jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 170, and I will give you the link there so you can sign up for that free master masterclass, which is live, and it's a lot of fun. There's definitely Q&As at the end. And if you're looking to up the game even one more time, the doors open to the live grant writing master course, which is a six-week course where you show up once a week with your cohort to a live Zoom call, and you get the online grant writing master course included, and a private six-week Facebook group, 
And <laughs> one more element of amazingness, you actually write a master grant application template in those six weeks. So while you're writing that, you're going to get feedback on your problem statement, your goal, your objectives, your activities, and your budget. You are going to learn how to write all of those, and you're going to walk away with a master grant application template that you can pull from again and again. All right, guys, so if you're interested in that, definitely uh, send me an email at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com as I will only have 15 spots open. That's one five for this live six-week course. So once again, send me an email, holly at grantwritingandfunding.com if you are interested in the six-week live grant writing course. I only actually open this up twice a year, so um, I won't be opening this until the end of the year. All right, guys, so if you want to join in on that, please do send me an email, and that starts June 1st. So you can see there's a lot of things going on at grant writing and funding. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it today on our recommended resources. I'm really excited about this because as I mentioned, I get a lot of questions about what do I use, right? Like what kind of grant resources do I use? So I'm just gonna go over some of um, the most powerful ones that I use for as a grant writer and then also as a business owner. So you can kind of follow along with that. And just as a side note, some of these um, I do get an affiliate fee for um, as well, but I only promote things that I really love and that are extremely helpful, right, to grant writers. So I know the ins and outs of, and I've used it before, or I've been very familiar with the behind the scenes processes, um, and I know the owners and absolutely love them, etc. So those are what I share and some of those I do receive affiliate commission on. All right, so let's go ahead and start it off. One of the biggest things, of course, I get asked about is, Holly, where do you find foundation grants? And where do you find just ge general grants, right? Where do you find them? Um, how do you do your grant research? And there's a couple of things I like to use, right? Now, one, and I've talked about this again and again on the podcast, is for federal grants, I love grants.gov. Grants.gov is entirely free, all right? So it is a free system to use. It's online and it's where all of the federal grants are published. I absolutely love grants.gov because the other thing I like to do is subscribe to their email. Now, what you can do is you can put in your email address and then you can click on the different categories of grants that you want to hear from or the different agencies. So for instance, if you are in higher ed, right, and you want to know all about the different Department of Education grants that are published, you could click on Department of Education. So every day you would receive an email and they would let you know if one was published or not. So it's really cool just that that way, not only do I like to be a user on grants.gov, which once again is completely free, but I also like to have their newsletter because then I'm getting grants delivered to me that really make sense for my clients, right? And I don't have to necessarily go to grants.gov to search around and dig for it, but it comes to me, it, they're already vetted, right? The federal grants that come to me are already vetted. Now, the second thing I like to use that's also connected to federal grants is I also like to go to the federal agency websites. So this resource isn't necessarily just one link, right? Every 
federal agency has a different website. And they look really different. (laughs) So you're really going to find more in depth about the grants that are then published on grants.gov. So grants.gov is a great place to kind of see where everything is. And once you find a grant that you love, say that Department of Education grant, you see the funding opportunity announcement, you read it, you think, okay, this is a good fit. And then you can go to the Department of Education website and find that specific grant on their website. And what's really magical about the specific websites, <laughs> I don't say that word a lot, but it's really important, um, is that you can see past awardees, current, um, you know, nonprofits or higher institution or whatnot that have the current grant awards now. Um, and you can read the abstracts to know how much each one got, how much money, right, for what program they're actually doing. So you can actually read that re- the abstract which is very helpful when you're thinking about writing a grant. Because what these abstracts will do is they're really gonna show you, hmm, is this kind of in the same field as my project? Do I think it's gonna be funded? You know, does it really make sense for this grant program? Or a lot of you might think, you know, how many people do I really need to serve for X amount of money? So these can kind of give you some ideas of what has been awarded and what is currently um, under award. And you can really then understand, you know, give give you some ideas on how to write your program and even your budget, which is really cool. So it gives you more background. And sometimes some of these websites even have the applications published, you guys. So you would actually have a full application that was that was actually awarded, you can see the grant application that was written for that. I mean, it's absolutely amazing when you start digging around on federal agency websites. So number one, grants.gov. Number two, I like to look at the different federal agency websites. Number three, I also love GuideStar. um, And that's G-U-I-D-E-S-T-A-R dot org. And I love GuideStar because you can actually see, you can see 990s of different um, foundations that have given out grants. You can also check for your nonprofit there, right? And see if it's been published because you might need to update your description. So a lot of time funding sources, they're gonna go to GuideStar just to check the credibility of your nonprofit. And if there's nothing there, because GuideStar just pulls from the IRS and publishes what you submit, Um, And if you don't really submit your mission statement and all of that, like it's not going to pull it. It's going to look really blank. Um, So your credibility can suffer. So I definitely like to check out um, GuideStar when I'm looking for grants because I like to check out the foundation and see and check their 990s. I see on the foundation website that they say they give to organizations only in Arizona, but when I actually check the 990s, I see that they're giving all over the Southwest. And I see that they on their website, they say they only give $5,000 in grants, but on their 990s, what I'm seeing is they normally just give 2,500 in grants. So that's gonna help me cater my grant application, right? Better um, when I actually see not just what they say they're gonna fund, but what they actually fund, right? So that's that's a win-win. Now, the other part on GuideStar.org, what I like to do is, as a, as a grant writer and as a nonprofit consultant, I also like to look at the nonprofit and see how their space is designed on GuideStar. Do they need to update it? Can they upload their 990s? Can, you know, they make it a little bit more robust? So if foundations are looking at funding them on, and they look on GuideStar, that it's going to be built out and it's going to be very transparent about their nonprofit. So that can be definitely a recommendation for you. All right, so that is number three. Number four, 
Where else do I find grants? All right, I love instrumental. And that is I-N-S-T-R-U-M-E-N-T-L. All right, so instrumental is a grant research platform. It is fantastic. And I've actually had Angela Brerin, one of the co-founders on the podcast before. It's an excellent organization. I love it that it was an all-female startup company um, funded by two women who have grant writing and grant management experience and one woman who is into tech. So really, really cool organization. So how Instrumental kind of stands out from the rest of the grant research monsters and and minis out there. (laughs) I mean, they're all, you know, really good. Like, you know, different grant research platforms are all beneficial in different ways. How Instrumental kind of stands out is that you load up your program and then it starts connecting you to specific funding opportunities. So not just to foundations, right? But like a lot of foundations have say five or 10 or three different types of um, grants that they give out. So it will connect you to that specific grant from the foundation, which is really cool. So there's a little bit more like dating, (laughs) like, grant application dating going on, which is really cool. So it's like, it's a very sophisticated platform in that sense. um, And it has really good user ability. So you can definitely get a two week trial just to check it out. Um, But it is a great way to do that. And if you want to save 50 bucks, you can put in Holly50 to save 50 bucks on that one. So it is a paid platform, but you can get a two week trial. All right, number five. Number five now is to kind of switch over a little bit. So now we've been talking about grant research. We've been, you know, really looking at that. Now, how about as a nonprofit with many different grants going on or and as a nonprofit consultant or grant writer with many different clients and you're trying to, you know, make sure you keep all of the grants, you know, what you submitted, when you submitted it, all of that organized for a management um, platform is gems. All right. So that's grant easy management software. And once again, what I love about this is it's developed by a grant writer. And that is Rachel Waterman, who's also been on the podcast. See, I told you guys, I only promote things that I know the backside of. Um, So this is really, really cool because it host everything you do. You will never lose a grant and you're always going to get dinged whenever a deadline's coming up. So you're never going to miss a deadline. So what I love how Rachel has developed Gem Software is that you put up everything, all of the stuff you're working on. You can even work in teams of what you're working on in grants and it's going to host it there. So it's not like folders that you get confused or maybe they get deleted or it's just various stuff in the cloud that's not organized. This organizes everything. And you can also give your clients access to this. So when they call you up and they say, hey, grant writer, (laughs) you submitted a grant last year for so-and-so foundation, but we can't find it. Believe you me, this happens more often than not. You can just let them have access to GEM software and they can find it themselves or you can easily find it for them because as soon as you put the client's name in, bing, everything comes up. All of the files are there. When you submitted, any follow-up you've done with the foundation, any notes you've taken, the foundation's contact person, the phone number, the email, all of the things are there in GEM software. So it really makes the management streamlined of managing all of those different grants, managing all of your different clients, and it's super professional, 
like amazing. So I'm so glad that Rachel's done, she put this together because she's been writing grants for 25 plus years. And this was her way of saying, okay, this is what I need in my business and now sharing it with others as it's really a need. So definitely GEMS, once again, that's grant easy management software is so, so good. So definitely it is a paid uh, place, but you can also get a discount and I can give that to you. Um, it's GWF Holly, and that's also a $50 discount for you. So it's really cool. You can definitely also have a trial and see kind of behind the scenes on how it works. Uh, fantastic place. All right, so let's kind of shift over to project management. And the tool I love to use is Asana. All right, and so some of you might be familiar with Asana. It's a hugely popular project management software um, that's used by so many different industries, right? And the way I really like to use it is I like to use it to organize so many things, right? All of my projects. If I have a launch coming up, right? So the six week uh, launch I have coming up for my grant writing course, right? My live grant writing course. I can put everything I need to do in there and I can assign it to myself and I can give it deadlines. So, you know, if I wanna make deadlines for when the graphics need to go out, when the emails need to go out, when things need to start, blah, blah, blah. I can put everything in there and put um, deadlines and it's gonna send me an email, right? I can just check every day, like, what do I need to do today? So after I put it in the management software, I don't even think about it again because every day I just go in and check, what do I need to do today? So it's all organized. Now, the other beautiful thing about this is that you can add people. So if I'm doing a project with somebody else, like Dr. Bev and I created Nonprofit Startup Academy, Dr. Beverly Browning and I, we actually made an Asana project together. So I made a project, added her, she was in there, and we could store everything we were working on. We had everything scheduled out. We both would get emails when things were due. We could see what each other's putting in there. We could just put the files all in one place. And this is just so much better than emailing each other back and forth, et cetera, where things get lost in the thread, you know, and there's nothing like kind of a schedule. There's not like a management software. So it's a really cool, cool thing. And it's very user friendly. So Asana is really neat. And you can even use the free platform. You don't have to necessarily pay to, you don't have to pay actually at all to use it. There is a paid version if you have bigger teams and all of that. Um, but you can utilize, I only use the free version currently and I love it like and it serves my purposes just fine and I'm able to invite multiple people into a project if I have different people um, that are doing different things um, and of course you're saying well what, is, what does this have to do with grants Holly I see how it can work as a freelance grant writer or a nonprofit consultant because you can organize the different things you're working on but what about as a grant writer well surprise surprise you can organize grants in here you can put all the due, due dates say if you want to have a deadline to get your draft done a deadline to get your draft budget done right and then you can assign it to different people so they also get emailed when those things are due everything's in one place etc so this is great because a grant when you're writing that you're actually developing a project so asana makes sense sense as you're working on the development of a grant especially if you're working in a team number seven let's look at graphics now a lot of you guys ask me Holly, how do you do so your social media posts? How do you do your podcast covers? How do you do, you know, all these different things that you have as far as your graphics? Now, what I love, 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 love is Canva. And I cannot recommend them enough. And that's C-A-N-V-A. And once again, they have both a free and paid version, which most places do, right? 
Um, they always have like a paid version, but some of them have free versions or they have um, trials. So this one, you can definitely get a free version and utilize it. It is amazing, but it is a great place if you need to create flyers, even if you need to create proposals for your clients. It has these beautiful templates that you can use. Um, if you need to create social media posts, anything, graphics for your website, um, you can even do landing pages for your website just on Canva. Like it is so amazing. There are so many different things that you can do with it. Um, so definitely check out Canva for all of your graphics. And it's so great because um, they have this special resize kind of magic sauce thing, button that you can click on. So say for instance, you know, uh, Instagram has a perfect square for all of the graphics. And if you develop this great Instagram post, but you want to turn it into a story, which a story is longer, it's a longer rectangle. Or if you want to turn it more into a LinkedIn looking ad, which is more of a, a regular rectangle like on its side, right? So there are different shapes basically on different social media platforms, which can make creating graphics for these different platforms kind of annoying, right? Um, but what you can do on Canva is there's just, it says resize and then you show it what you want it resized as and it's gonna copy everything you do and resize it to the other scale. Now it's not gonna be perfect, you usually have to stretch it out a little bit, but it's gonna take all of that content and the design and put it on that other um, shape, which is super, oh my gosh, it saves you so much time. You can also invite other people into this, so if you have interns helping you at your nonprofit or at your grant writing um, consultancy. You can have interns help with this. You can put your branding kit in there so all of the colors and fonts are always there so everything looks very systematized. Um, that's really nice as well. And it saves all your designs, so it's super fun. So Canva, definitely a great place for graphics. And number eight, time tracking. Now you're like, what? What is this resource for? I recommend time tracking for everybody doing anything. I am so big on this, um, and it might feel a little bit out of left field, but think about it. It's really important that you understand how long things take you to do, especially when it comes to grants, because there are hard deadlines, right? So you need to know how much time you need so you, didn't, you don't get caught in, oh my gosh, it's due tomorrow and I'm going to pull an all-nighter tonight um, and maybe get it done, right? No, 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 no. Enough of that. Let's go ahead and track your time. So as you work on a budget, as you work on the project narrative, as you're reading the grant, track everything. And believe you me, that's gonna help you next time. So if you know you're gonna work on a federal grant, you're like, oh gosh, okay, I better put aside 100 hours and I better start now, um, if you track all of that time. Or if you're used to submitting foundation grants, maybe you need 40 hours or 50, right? So you need to kind of know that, so you need, so how you can set your time aside um, and schedule it out before grants are due. This is going to save you from pulling your hair out and grant overwhelm. It's also going to help you show your boss that you might need a raise with all these hours you're putting on because using Toggle, this is what I like to use, T-O-G-G-L, is going to track everything and you can also turn it into reports. Once again, it's a free or paid version. Personally, I only use the free version and I love it. It works for all of my purposes, but absolutely love it. It's a great way. Now, you can also utilize this as a freelance grant writer, a nonprofit consultant, and track the time that you spend on your clients. You can send them weekly updates to let them know how much time they're using up if you're on retainer, 
or if you're just charging per hour at the end of the project, you are giving the final bill, you can track everything here. So once again, it also turns your time tracking into a beautiful uh, graph that you can submit at the end or submit anytime. Um, this is really, really great and it's simple and it's at a push of a button so you don't have to create it all and it looks very professional. The other thing what I love about it is that there's also an app. So if you're out and about and you need to track um, things while you're working outside, you know, or in, in a drive, driving to and from places, you can also track your time on the app. And all you have to do is put in what you're doing, bam, and it automatically starts tracking it. That's all. It's super easy, super simple. So those are different resources for you. Of course, we also have our own grant writing um, and funding resources that you can grab. We have our grants formula for those of you who want to get the seven steps to write winning grants. We also have our checklist, become a freelance grant writer in five simple steps. These are five action steps to get over business paralysis. And we have the top 10 tips to position your nonprofit for funding. So we also have those three freebies on the website if you want to grab any of those um, to be able to advance, you know, if you're wanting to learn grant writing skills, start your own freelance grant writing company, or advance your nonprofit. So once again, number one, grants.gov. That's where you're going to find your federal grants. Number two is to actually look at the different federal agency websites themselves. That's where you can find current and past awardees and abstracts of grants, etc. Number three, guidestar.org. And that's where you can find information about nonprofits as well as foundations, look at 990s, etc. Number four, instrumental. That's where you can do grant research. So they actually have foundation and federal grants there, international grants, national grants of the U.S., etc. Um, and that's a really great place to find and do research. And it's kind of like that grant application dating app, which is great. Very sophisticated tech. Number five, GEMS, Grant Easy Management Software. And that's where you can host all of the things from your grants, um, you can also have all of your clients in there and make sure that you never miss a grant deadline. Number six, Asana. And that's where you can manage your different projects. You can pull in team members, you can give deadlines, etc. Number seven, for all of your graphics, you can use Canva, C-A-N-V-A. And once again, you can uh, create social media posts, you can create flyers, proposals, landing pages, and much, much more. They even have memes in there you can create now. It's so cool. And number eight, toggle, T-O-G-G-L. Track your time. This is one of the most important things you can do as a grant writer, as a freelance grant writer, as an entrepreneur, as a nonprofit consultant, as anything, is to track your time, right? Our biggest value that we have in the world is our time. So what you do with it is important. So it's, it's really in instrumental to actually track your time so you can reflect back on it, see if you're actually using your time well and applying it to all of the projects that need to be done, as well as it's a good hack to see how long it actually takes you to write grants so you can schedule your time out well. Now, you don't have to utilize all of these recommendations that I'm saying today, but I do recommend that if you're not using any of them, that you pick up one or two. See what works for you. But for all of these, you can basically get free trials. So you can actually like try one out a week or try one out a month or something like that and just see really what works for you. 
So I hope you enjoyed these resources. If you love these resources or you find other ones that I did not talk about because there are plenty out there, please let me know at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com. I would love to hear what you use and what's helpful for you in your grant writing toolbox. All right, guys, once again, I hope those eight resources helped you today. And I hope to see you all on May 18th at the free online masterclass, Grant Writing 101, the five most important elements of a grant and how to tweak them to triple your grant competitiveness. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast Show today. For all of today's episode's show notes, please go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 170. Once again, grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 170.